0: What got
1: his ass now? <laughs> you have to be truck. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. Go on
0: to my bottle got stretched a little bit I got a tight little butt.
1: I'm about to light this shit up.
0: Coffee Chatter, show number 122, Chatter Radio coming to you live on a Tuesday night, tea on October 12th. I've been starting to, oh, s- to say the date now, so.
1: Oh, yeah, we don't usually do that, do we?
0: No, but I thought I'd start throwing it in there because if we ever do stuff and people, let's say, start listening to the show on random dates and they hear facts we say, maybe they don't realize what date is when we said it, you know what I mean? Yeah, October, what did
1: it say, the 12th, 2021. Show one twenty two. Um what an interesting point of the year. We got Turkey coming up, Houston, and the USA BMX grants. We're kind of in that fall push for the USA BMX title now.
0: It is kind of felt like it's And by been... we
1: I mean BMX. I mean the BMX world in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like it's been weird. We've been in a little bit of like a, a lull time where it hasn't been much going on, but we still got a few bangers still coming up that we're kind of just waiting, waiting to happen. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Progate yeah, Europe. When he starts the gray gate, I'm calling it. Arthur Pollard's going to win his first gate or win his first World Cup on a Progate Europe in Turkey.
0: You're calling it now? Calling it. Absolutely love it. You know what? I absolutely love it. I think I think there's a good yeah. chance he could. And uh, he's going to do it on a Progate Europe. Everyone knows. Everyone knows there's a reason why the World Series, the World, our World Cups. You know, they use a Progate Europe. The best gates out there. They got grip in all conditions.
1: Awesome gates. Awesome the official the official like, gate supplier for the BMX Grand Prixs
0: they <laughs> we don't really we need to start saying Grand Prixs I the like BMX that a lot GPs. actually the BMX GPs the BMX GPs they really are though they're the, they're the shit they're the re, there's a reason why the world uses them the olympics use them the world cups use them they're the best out there let's go people come on
1: you know why it's called BMX supercross
0: because it's down a supercross hill
1: yeah but do you know why it's named supercross
0: um Because it had to be, I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because I think when Johan did it, he's like, it's like super BMX. And he basically took supercross from motocross.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't totally hate it. I mean, it it makes sense. That's what I've heard. I think
1: because I asked him, I asked them in Abbotsford in 2012. That's basically what they said.
0: That'd be kind of interesting. Are you, uh, have you seen the news? Are you disappointed that that's being taken out of the name?
1: Wait, what? What
0: news? I haven't. You've missed some news, I think. How uh, did I
1: miss this? What? Where was this news?
0: Uh, fifteen. Uh, thankfully, our friends over at Fifteen BMX help us out and share this stuff like before I can even see it online anywhere else. You wanted um, to post this? Anyway, so sorry. Go on. One of the one of the UCI changes news we're gonna, we got I, I brought to the table today to talk about was uh, yeah the name is now changed. So BMX super UCI BMX Supercross World Cups are now just UCI BMX World Cups.
1: Wow, I don't know how I missed that post. I did, literally did not see it.
0: It was it was yeah. at a weird time, weird day. I'll be honest with you. I'd almost it got by me one of the times too.
1: Okay, so, huh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's been it's been BMX Supercross for a long time. I kind of like the name. I I liked it too. I'll be honest. I liked it.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, they're still gonna have Progate Europe, so let's finish this Progate Europe app and say <laughs> thanks to Progate Europe coming on board Winning starts the Great Cade. We already finished that, but still. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I don't know how I feel about it. I like that it's a different name because it's different than it's a different it's a different type of BMX than BMX racing, the normal BMX.
0: No, I agree too. Yeah, it it creates that different aspect. Um I feel like I think there was a reason for what they're doing, but I feel like they're just it's, they're doing this to start leaving the door open so that world cups don't have to be on a supercross track and then people don't get confused like why are they not on a supercross track.
1: That's my cool. assumption. So what do we call a Supercross? Always called the hill.
0: Yeah, I don't know. No, uh, it's. I mean, we're still going on the Supercross hill. Like, so we're having a World Cup off a Supercross hill.
1: It's, people are still going to say Supercross, and you, I mean, you have to say Supercross track too. You can't just say, "Oh, it's a BMX track," and you roll up super Supercross track. You need a, you need a, a differentiation or whatever that word is.
0: I agree. Need something agree to distinguish
1: it, yeah. the two. Like, you can't just say both are a BMX track because they're not.
0: No, they're different tracks, and that- they're a world apart. I don't know. Yeah, they are a world apart, and it's, I, I'm happy they're different. I think a lot of yeah. us like the difference. I don't know why we are why we, they would want to trend away from calling them different things. I think that's cool. Knowing known having one known as the Supercross races is cool to me.
1: Yeah. Why? Any? Did they say why they changed the name?
0: I'm trying to find this because I always get caught in this mental tornado. When I say something like this, I start panicking that I, I'm providing <laughs> false I'm providing false information. I'm pretty sure I'm not, I'm pretty damn certain. I saw it somewhere. Um, I'll, I'll keep looking forward to see if I can find it quickly.
1: It's interesting. Yeah. To be honest, I don't like it because I think you need to be able to say you need to something to differentiate BMX supercross from regular BMX racing. And now we don't really have that. Granted, I'm sure people will still say it Yeah, because it's so ingrained in the sport now to say like BMX supercross hill, BMX supercross track, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they're they're different. We need to call them something different. Like motocross doesn't call their indoor supercross mo- just motocross. No, like, they have a different name. It's a it's world different park. it's yeah. the same kind it's the same concept.
0: True. Yeah. Um I think that's the concept I like and I think that's the concept we should stick to is having like being similar to the motocross, the supercross. They have their differences, we have our differences. The post uh the 15 post the- says Starting in twenty twenty two, the UCI BMX Supercross World Cup will drop the world supercross, the word supercross from the title and will be known as UCI BMX Racing World Cup. The name change is purely for clarity Say it across again. the name.
1: What uh, is it? BMX Racing World Cup?
0: The title will be known as the UCI BMX Racing World Cup. The name change is purely for the clarity oh, across disciplines name. in the UCI world. So, I mean, I guess it's because they're going to have freestyle events, but so that's why they add the racing part. So it's not a freestyle World Cup. It's a racing World Cup, but it's like, I guess it would be a little bit of a mouthful if they had UCI BMX Supercross Racing World Cup.
1: BMX Racing World Cup sounds like way too, um, what's the word? Like way too descriptive. Like you don't, you don't really need like, I guess we, I guess BMX Freestyle, we haven't really because they haven't been around in the same realm per se, we, we haven't needed to s- differentiate freestyle from racing, but I guess I do see their point that you have to differentiate it.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. Like the differentiation. Yes. By racing. Haven't been called that. No, no thanks. It's super cross, baby. Come on.
1: I know. It's, it's like saying it. It's like the form of the one racing GPs. Like it just sounds a bit not great.
0: No. And I, I feel like I also do feel like BMX freestyle has always been called BMX freestyle, but maybe that's, bias i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know really, i'm not a big fan i'll just yeah leave that. maybe they fan. think
1: with maybe they think saying bmx freestyle is a bit dumb too maybe they they'd probably just call it bmx and then bmx racing
0: that's yeah that could be it i think honestly yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is going on with the connection right now
0: yeah are we a little slow are you a little slow right now t
1: yeah, you're a little delayed. Yeah, I don't know. I lost you for like five seconds, but we're back. <laughs> um, yeah, you do need to, di- to make a difference between the two, but the name is just—it doesn't—it doesn't flow.
0: No, I don't really think it does. It's a mouthful. It doesn't, and it doesn't flow. It's not catchy. You need something catchy. No. Like coffee chatter, you just say you did chatter. Some it's DMX catchy. Super-
1: BMX Supercross World Cup was really catchy. So, well, that's a little too bad. A bit of an end of an era, but I I can see why they're doing it.
0: That's fair. Um, Should we just quickly, do you want to just hammer out the other two UCI uh, changes that's going on?
1: Sorry, you cut out. What did you say?
0: Do we want to just,
1: (laughs) sorry.
0: (laughs) Do you want to just hammer out the the other two UCI uh, changes in the world of BMX right
1: now? Well the other one I was gonna bring up was at the end of this year and I I knew about it but I totally forgot about it. Like you know how you posted the, the show as um one twenty two and I post one deuce deuce and then Tugas, who's one deuce deuce, what career number one two two said he's gonna have it to the end of the year and then lose it and it reminded me that all the career numbers are resetting. I, I have kind of forgotten about that.
0: It's crazy, hey. It's a weird thing.
1: It is a weird thing, and I really i once again, like I don't know like I don't really love it because I the top, like you have, we've, I mean, everyone's had their crew numbers for so long, like you shouldn't have to restart it. Like, you know?
0: Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I think there should be like a, uh, um, what's it called? A seniority rule. Um, that's yeah. not what I'm looking for. What's like,
1: yeah, yeah, there should be. Or if you, if you have like, if you're a top rider and you've had your crew number for fucking 10 years or eight years, like you shouldn't have, it shouldn't get reset.
0: Yeah, it should be that grandfathered in is what I was trying to think about. Your career number should be grandfathered in. If you've already been on the circuit for a number of years or just you have a career number already, you should just get to keep it. And then the rule should be in place for anybody else, I think, like coming into elite. Like once you're into that grouping, you get your career number.
1: Like, for instance, Connor has a lower world ranking right now because he didn't do any World Cups. You mean to tell me that Connor is going to be like 20th and 30th in line to pick number 11 so someone can take it before him? Like, are you kidding?
0: Yeah. That's okay. So we need to, yeah, that's, that's insane. Somebody could technically take his number.
1: Yeah. Cause he's like not the highest ranked person right now because he yeah. hasn't done any world cups. So there's probably, I don't know what he's ranked, but there's going to be a, like a good handful of riders ahead of him to pick. And so someone could quite easily pick 11 granted, probably no one will, but some people might just not give a fuck and do it, which I like guess it's, it's not that cool. Like Connor shouldn't lose 11, like Joris shouldn't lose 33, those kinds of guys. You know, they shouldn't no. have to re pick their career number. It's dumb.
0: They shouldn't have to be worried about losing their number. That's the thing. They no. Should, like I, I do like, think you're right there I would hope there's enough respect in our sport for other riders that you're not gonna snag somebody's number that's built their career on their number. Not you're not building a career on your number, but building it with your number. And you yeah. would hope that there's enough respect for people to understand that. Like you're not gonna take somebody's number. But the fact that they're even up for grabs is just it's just weird. I just don't like, yeah, that.
1: yeah. I think it's really short-sighted too, because it's, I mean, all of us have branded ourselves through our crew number. It's in all of our Instagram names, T949, James, James, or JSP 66 or James Palmer 66. Yeah. Like it's, we we've all done that. Yeah. So I don't agree. Yeah. I don't think that top riders right now should have to just have to reclaim them. I think it's, yeah. I think it's wrong. I think it's pretty short-sighted to be to make people have to do that. Like I understand why they're doing it, but there needs to be like it can't should be so black and white whereas does anyone get a career number and then all of a sudden they all reset it's not the best i don't think it's the best way to do it like i think the top whatever 50 should still keep theirs and then maybe reset the other ones or something
0: yeah yeah it's weird like i honestly don't really know and understand or, or agree with like the fact that people shouldn't even have career numbers like that there should only be the top 50 that get a career number like to me that's weird like i i guess there's an a ease for the uci not to have the career numbers like it makes it easier for them but that's one of the cool things in our sports is having career numbers and like in motocross we're, we're going to keep going back to that i guess is like there's a system in place for them to always have a career number mm. um and it's not like i don't i don't know what the ruling is but i feel dumb now because they might have like a limit of like say like top 100 guys or yeah something. it's it's
1: actually i was gonna say it's harder in motocross i think you I think you either have to like win a title or you have to create, have to have a certain amount of like points.
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah. So
1: it's hard to get one, I think. Yeah. It um, is.
0: Yeah. It's just the fact that, that people who have had a career number can now lose it is
1: weird. It's wrong. That that part I really don't agree with. Yeah. But what's the, what's the problem to begin with, with, with career numbers? It's like, what's the, a, why I don't, I don't know what the problem is to begin with, with the, like why are they resetting them anyway?
0: No, I'm not really sure. I thought it had something to do with it. it was just getting so crazy that like they always had to check on people to make sure they had the right number, maybe something like that. But I, honestly, they they took away the rules of like having to have things on your back, like your name or your number on your back. You don't have to have that, so it wasn't an issue there. Um, I'm not sure where the issue comes into play really anymore, other than like making the plate with a certain number. But they're gonna have to make a plate with numbers anyways. What's how, someone's putting numbers on a plate?
1: So. If that's the reason, that's complete laziness. Like, that's I don't think it is. Let's, that's, let's, honestly, that's a, that's a ridiculous reason.
0: Yeah, that's, it kind of seems silly. It like there's no chance that could be it. Dude,
1: I've heard that's the reason, though. I don't know where I've heard this, but I've heard that's the reason.
0: So they're just going to, like, the thing is, though, they have to assign a number to somebody anyways. It's like, not like yeah. they're just throwing numbers and be like, okay, take this one, take this one, take this one. It's like they put numbers on a plate and say, okay, this number is assigned to this person. So just do the opposite. Just do, okay, this person has this number.
1: It's like it's not, yeah, it's, it's that part is, I mean, it makes no difference and getting back, like everyone's branded themselves. their pre-number. And that's a really cool thing about our sport is you have your own career. You have, you have your own number. Like mm-hmm. that's, I think that's so cool. And it's so, I don't want to, maybe not, I guess it is unique to our sport, but it's awesome.
0: It is awesome. Yeah. I think it's one of the cool parts about like when getting older and being able to start making a brand for yourself, because that's what we all want to or try to do it now with social media trying to get sponsors, you want to brand yourself. And I know the number has nothing to do with branding and, or getting sponsors as a brand, but you create a brand for yourself that other people recognize. So you are more, a little more well-known when people see that number so that it does help your, uh, your name, your recognition so that more people know you, more sponsors maybe want to sign you.
1: Totally. It's huge. Yeah. You know what? you know what's outrageous is I still have 49 I haven't raced in three years that is that crazy <laughs> <laughs> I know I was thinking about that yesterday too I was Like I can't believe I still actually have 49 it is you've had a you've been at a
0: good lucky time in the sense that like they start didn't they start this the year before like they started this in like 2017
1: I don't know because tw- I, I, re- I mean I retired at end of 2019 or whatever so I don't know I think at that point they had announced it was going to continue on until after the Tokyo, but then Tokyo got pushed a year. So then I, I just, I mean, I just, I'm still 49. You just got to have it for another extra
0: year. <laughs> but here's the thing now though, when they go up for grabs, is somebody going to take 49?
1: Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's normal.
0: Huh? You think, eh?
1: Well, yeah, of course. Like I do. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not so arrogant to think that no one should ever pick well, 49 no, no. or like, honestly, it's kind of ridiculous that I still have it.
0: That's true. No, they, I guess you're right. I did ask that wrong though. Do you think somebody's going to pick it right now? Because my here's my thinking as well. Here's another theory: the people in the top fifty already, the majority of them already have a career number, so they there's a good chance they stick with that number.
1: How many people get to pick now?
0: Um, is the top fifty? Let me check fifteen BMX again. Um, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's top fifty. Um,
1: I, I would think someone would pick it. I mean, it's a cool number and it's a d- double digit number. Double digit numbers are the way to go because they're more recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So yeah, I, th- I would think someone would have it, and I hope someone. Yeah, I hope someone picks it, and I hope some. I hope, I hope they're fast. Like I've said many times, I hope it's a really good <laughs> rider, which chances are it will be because it's it's limited now. Um, so it, it's but top, yeah, like I think honestly Top forty. Top forty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think someone will probably pick it. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm not like upset about losing it. I mean, I haven't I think it's still kind of dumb to be honest that I still still have it. I mean, I haven't raced in in years.
0: That's fair. Will you your brand is still kind of like people oh, okay. know yours. Okay. I'm talking now. People still know your like 49. In, in,
1: yeah. I was going to say, I still like, it's still going to be branded with me with my, like I've just had it for 10 years now or 10 plus years that it's still going to be like, I'll probably still be known as number 49. Yep. Um, but yeah, it'll be, I've got to say that it'll be a bit weird seeing someone else with 49 for the first time.
0: Yeah. I will. yeah, I really will. Eh?
1: <laughs> it'll be different. Yeah. It'll be kind of weird seeing someone else with 49, but it'll be kind of cool passing the torch.
0: Who, who in the, t- in the triple digits, do you think like, let me give you some examples um, that do you think will pick a double digit versus their triple? This one, I don't think we have to worry about, but Mariana, will she, do you think she'll take a double over 100?
1: I think she'll retire.
0: Okay. I kind of thought so too, but I also think uh, she wouldn't, she'd stay with hundred if she, maybe she won't
1: retire, but if, if she does keep racing, I think she just picks this. I mean, why would you pick any, why would you pick a different number? Yeah,
0: exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking in my head too. Yeah um Laura you she thinks she stays with 110
1: I mean yeah I think I think if I think of all the riders like if you can um I think the vast majority of them will stick with the same okay I think That's... the ones who don't will probably be the ones who maybe been in the elite class like not that long and are still like haven't um yet really like connected with a number or something like that but I think everyone else like why would you like you're so used to the same number. I think you just stick with it.
0: Yeah. Who, <laughs> Do you get number, pick? What?
1: Do you get to pick?
0: Uh, yes. Thank God. I was very worried about this because I haven't done many UCI races and I thought I was going <laughs> to lose mine and I was, I was going to just, yeah, I was going to, I was going to lose it. my shit. If I had to continue racing without my number, I was going to absolutely lose my, my mind. I probably would have just, I would have quit. I would have so, felt fit. I would, I would have showed up to races, they, got a different number plate, and just left because I'd be like, this is the wrong number. Sorry, I can't race.
1: Are we going to lace someone up on, on the show if they pick 66 out of you? We're banning them.
0: We are absolutely, they are banished from chatter. If somebody has the audacity, I will do everything in my rightful mind. To make their their life just an absolute living hell on social media, if they decide to pick it over
1: <laughs> I will not rest until their life is ruined. I will not rest until yeah.
0: I retire or till that number is not theirs anymore. I will just, I would, I would be furious, absolutely
1: furious. You want to hear? Because that's just hear not thing. so fun. You know, you want to hear a not so fun fact about career number changes, and people may may not care about this. For instance, most people are a lot of BMXers that have crew numbers that are established or verified on Instagram or Twitter. And if you change your handle, you lose your checkmark.
0: That was a good point. Yep.
1: So, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it, I mean, it's something to consider in today's day and age. Like you, you don't really want to lose your verification.
0: Who has Who's verified with their number that would switch? You think? I don't know if there's
1: anybody. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, okay. Laura, if she, if Laura, yeah. like, she's not going to switch. I doubt it. But if she switched, I mean, you'd lose your check mark or on Twitter. If you had to switch your number, James, you'd lose your check mark on Twitter.
0: Oh yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't choose switch mine. I haven't got mine on Instagram. So screw them.
1: You're just, you're just number 94 now. And you just, James still go by James bummer 66. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was so funny. Sean in the comments is like, uh, we will riot if Palm Dog loses his number. Yeah, we will. We're
1: going to riot. We will We will start a social media fucking avalanche if someone picks your number. <laughs>
0: bring down the walls of Jericho on their ass. <laughs> we will. You know how the Instagram crashed? We will bring that app down. <laughs> we will shut it down. Absolutely shut the app down if that happens. I'm talking will... nobody gets Instagram if that happens.
1: There will there, there will literally be no social media James, this is sixty six.
0: Oh no, we the complete the whole thing, everything, podcast included. Like if I'm going down, we're taking the entire thing down with me. Like, you know, <laughs> we
1: riot. We <laughs> riot. <laughs> who do you think's most likely to take it? I bet I bet there's gonna be some younger pro in like his early twenties who just won't really think it's a big deal and will <laughs> will just, just take your number.
0: Probably somebody who, yeah, they'd be younger, probably wouldn't give a shit about me or yeah. wouldn't really know me and would just think it's a their cool number, and they probably had it before. So, they're like, oh, I'll pick it again. Um, but yeah, probably something like that. It wouldn't be anybody, like, even myself, I don't even for my, someone else, I feel like no one's going to take a number that's well established with somebody else. Like I said, I would assume there's respect in the sport for that.
1: I know, I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't take like, like an 11 or something. Like, I, you know, no. If I couldn't, if
0: I couldn't pick 66, and let's say I had to pick a top 50 number, I'd find the number that, literally means the least to like anybody
1: so, dude if you 66 gets taken
0: take 49 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if somebody has the audacity to take my number i'm going i'm going to take your number
1: because then i can I just, just keep the train rolling dude that'd be fucking awesome it's jsp 49
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be all
1: time wouldn't it that'd be epic that would be epic. Yeah. You know what I think is a bit lame though? You know, like people used to back in the day, you used to hold your crew number for two years if you didn't race, but people used to race like once every two years or somebody just to hold on to it. I think that's really lame. I,
0: I get that, yeah. You think know, like if you're gonna be done and you haven't raced for two years, like it's just kind of done? Like you should it's have like, to have a certain
1: amount of points or what? I think if you're I mean, if you're done, like you you shouldn't be taking a number from someone that can use it. Like I think that's dumb. I think it's really tacky. Like if you're if you're not racing, you shouldn't have a crew number.
0: No, it should just be retired or done.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, um, we can go on to a Sylvan social media check in. But this one is pretty cool. Let's see, the French boys are in um, the French military, they're training right now with the French military in France. I think, that's, I
0: think that's cool. That is a pretty, uh, pretty interesting gig they have where they do that every few years or so, go do that for a couple of weeks and. That's how they. That's part of their job, as part of the military. That's they must go through some wild training. And by the sounds of it, they do. Like they get to do some serious stuff.
1: Dude, it looks fun. Like I bet it's hard and, and whatever, but it looks fun. Like you get to shoot guns and be with the boys and I don't know. Looks, I think Sylvan likes it.
0: I think so. I mean, it kind of looks like like it's completely different from BMX, and you're just getting a random cool life experience by getting in there, getting your hands dirty with whatever they're doing. They were like scaling a mountain, like a fifty foot cliff, like just. You know, going with a rope down the mountain, like that's crazy. That's so cool. God, I want to shoot one of those. Guys. Yeah,
1: I want to shoot one of those guns so bad,
0: dude. Gun, okay, that would be that'd be pretty sick to be able to shoot them.
1: Dude, seriously,
0: I'm not like a big gun person. I don't think either of us are. I don't haven't shot many in my life. My dad got into it a little bit. he has got a couple, and I went. We went out shooting one day and just like at targets, and holy shit, like the the, I don't know, the feeling you get through your body when one of those things like explodes, is like, is crazy. <laughs> really? Like, and those are just like casual guns that yeah, probably use only... in the army or like were just used every day like in a yeah, war, like those things would be going off constantly and just one shot of that was like sh- sh- sent shivers down my spine, it was nuts.
1: Yeah, like I shot, a, my uncle has a couple guns, He's got a, he's on a farm, I don't know what he has, they're nothing like crazy or whatever and I shot him five or six years ago, whatever but I'd love to shoot like some like heavy duty some heavy duty guns would be so fun to shoot
0: um, yeah, it would be really cool to shoot like that would be an experience that I'd love to love to have
1: it's interesting in in, country, in a lot of European countries they have to do mandatory military training and everything but we don't have to do that in Canada
0: no, thankfully not I mean uh, I, do, you, do you really think you'd want to like I'm pretty thankful we don't. But I mean I no, guess I'm if I am thankful we don't yeah, yeah if we was getting paid extra money I mean it would be good to do
1: I think they do get paid
0: for it Like, I know the French guys do like they're part of that group like that's part of their job I know there's like they do that in like Belgium I think too some of them
1: Yeah
0: um, pretty I mean good gig to have scary if you know the world ever goes to shit and they have to join the war
1: Oh, then what like okay, I didn't even re- I didn't really realize this was gonna happen guys <laughs> like I guess I, this
0: is not actually what I signed up for like I actually signed up to just do this to get some money. I'm sorry, I can't actually do this.
1: <laughs> this wasn't in the brochure <laughs>
0: yeah, this, this this wasn't what I signed up for.
1: <laughs> this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> oh boy, that'd be tough. yeah, it would yeah, I mean I'm thankful would. I'm very thankful for the people who actually who are in the military, but yeah, that's not for me.
0: no 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 thank you. I don't think neither of us we <laughs> would we wouldn't do too hot in that stuff. Can you imagine both of
1: us in there? Oh my goodness! Oh gosh, that'd be terrible. We'd, we'd get dominated. It gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Like, yep. it, I couldn't even imagine.
0: You ever play like airsoft or paintball back in the day? Like, I was, I was scaredy cat. I was hiding, <laughs> hiding under something, just sticking my hand above like a, tar, if something like a safety barrier, just shooting everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that'd be something. Um, a couple of race previews coming up: Houston and Turkey. So I don't know if his Houston or Turkey are they the same date?
0: Great question. This is something we should really know and I should look up as we're talking.
1: Um, I know Houston's next week. I can't remember if Turkey's the following week. I think it may be the following week.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, it's the following week. Yep. Yeah. The team's leaving this Sunday.
1: So, we'll get into Turkey first, I guess, because that's the last World Cup of the year. So, what are we thinking for rider count?
0: Um... You know what? I think there's still a lot of Euros that want to race and are are excited to go and stuff just because of COVID last year, not racing as much, that kind of thing. I think we're still going to see, I don't know, let's say 80 to 100. What's my window I'm allowed to say? I'm going with 80 to 100 guys, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I would say that's fair because it's not that far from Europe, really. I think it's a fairly straightforward trip.
0: Mm -hmm. It's obviously not as many as we're used to, but that's always to be expected. So um, if I would be more shocked i mean let's look at it this way after the olympics the other years we had in 2012 we what had less than 60
1: yeah there was like 40 something it was not
0: many in 2016 there was 80 something i think
1: where was 2016 oh i just drew a blank oh sarasota
0: rockville sarasota yeah
1: Mm, yeah. How many were there? I don't even remember. No, there was had to have been more than 60 because or 64 because we, there was still qualification motos.
0: Yeah. Which I believe, I think there was like between 80 and a hundred there. I'm going to, I'm right. going to say that, which is a pretty big window. And that also had the, the two races back to back, which kind of helped. I think the, in the case of the numbers with people going to a race that late in a season. So I think that yeah. two weekends of Turkey back to back weekends is going to help. Mm-hmm. I think we're, I think we'll see around 80 to hundred people.
1: Yeah, I think there'll be a pretty good turnout. I don't think there'll be many from North America going. Um, Not as many, no.
0: No, I wouldn't say so either, especially with Grands being close by. Like,
1: Yeah. So I was trying to find, before the show, I was trying to find the overall World Cup standings. Dude, I couldn't even find them online. Where are they?
0: This is a great question, and one that I'm struggling with too, because BMX results doesn't have... Um, they have yeah. the stats updated on the stats of stuff, but they don't have the world cup results anymore. Unfortunately. And I don't know where to find them either. UCI site ha- is very complicated right now.
1: So what happened to BMX
0: couldn't tell you. I don't even know who runs that.
1: I don't know either, but I know the last year it's, it's, it's not like, like it's not up basically.
0: It must, ju- I don't know. It's kind of like they updated once we really need to, <laughs> it'd be really nice to know who runs this. Um, but it, it's it's I guess super it weird. Watch yeah. it be peed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna be laughing at us, being like, "They know they run it, and we're just like a couple idiots here that have no idea."
1: But um, I don't understand. Like, what happened to
0: it? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. They have everything from like 2020. By the looks of it, I'm not. I haven't clicked on anything, but they have everything for 2020. They have the stats updated um, from after the worlds. This year 2021, but the events you can't get the 2021 events.
1: No, you can't. So, um, yeah, it's a bit disappointing because, like, how are we supposed to really follow it when you can't, when we can't even look up the results and we know where to look for or the, the standings? So I don't even know what the standings are for the World Cup title. I'll try looking on the UCI website, I also couldn't find it.
0: Like, this is something we need to know and find out so we can hype up this.
1: this This is
0: where we struggle in our sport.
1: Like, why can't we see the standings to the biggest series in our sport?
0: This needs to be hyped up. The standings need to be hyped up. We have two weekends where a World Cup champion is going to be crowned, and there's a lot of racing before that happens, and there's going to be shuffling and all these points going everywhere. People need to know.
1: All of a sudden, it's just going to be like, oh, so-and-so won the title. It's going to be an Instagram post, and then people are going to forget a week later. Like, what's happening here?
0: The most we're going to see is the person that has the red plate. They're probably going to post a picture of their red plate when they get the plate at the World Cup, which is great, so we know who's the leader. But then we need to know as fans, like we want to know who's second, third, fourth, and how many points behind, and is there a chance that they get passed if they do well or pass the person first if they do well?
1: Yeah, let's see a little preview show too. Let's see a little preview episode.
0: Like a like a little sit-down preview? Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? That would be sick be fantastic. That would be sick. Would be sick. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> this is where we need the pre-race presser to have the little chat with them, talk about the series, what what they plan to do, if they're willing to make any crazy moves, you know, the random BS questions that people probably know the answers to, but you know, it's fun to ask them.
1: It seems like ever since COVID hit, the world cups are kind of a little all over the yard. Yeah. In terms, in terms of like, uh, uh coverage points kind of, you know, you know what I mean? hmm just seems i don't know it seems different
0: i agree we're missing something it's yeah. missing
1: something yeah <laughs> i mean we're missing bmx-results.com we need that <laughs> website back <on>
0: <laughs> it's not good when we only have one source to find what we're looking for and that one source is down
1: you know it's pretty unreal on that website you could go back to like chula 2011 and see how fast your your third round lap time was <laughs> You can
0: see so many random old stats it's, times. It's
1: crazy. It's, yeah, It is really is. You can look up literally every single lap you've ever done on Supercross. Pretty much you can find what your lap time was.
0: Yeah, which is nuts. Awesome, but nuts. <laughs> it's Honestly,
1: there's it such a cool website.
0: Yeah, it still is. It still is. It's like having like um, uh, bmxvideos.com. Yeah, like, um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Is the Kimmons that do it? Yeah, the Kimmins do it, yeah. yeah. And
1: you know what's really cool that BMX results is that will they still have on there. They have like all time lists, which is really cool. That is sick. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Like,
0: that is those stats are just cool to look at. Cool for people to know.
1: Yeah, it is really cool to see. And I wish we had more stats. Like it'd be really cool to have actual stats where it's like, okay, this person, like if he starts inside of the Ram, he wins this many times, or he makes it through this many times or, um, you know, on tracks where it's a left-hand first corner, he's uh, fucking eighty percent of the main. like. I don't know. Like, st- like you watch sports, like yeah. uh, like professional sports, and they have just the most interesting random facts. They're like, oh yeah, in the third quarter, this team, you know, went ahead by twelve. Has has is fourteen and four, and you're like, wait, how, how does that even? How do you even track that? Like,
0: how do you, how do you know all this information?
1: Yeah, it, I know. It's or it'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool to know that kind of stuff a bit more. That's,
0: that would be hard stuff to track. I mean, obviously you need to start somewhere and it needs to be started to be able to start tracking those, to have those numbers. But yeah, for, for our sport, I feel like that's, that's something that's, uh, I don't know, back down at the bottom of the box of stuff we need to
1: pick out first and do. I think you'd need a whole like, I think there's, you need a whole like stats department. (laughs) That's like all they do is 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 crunch numbers.
0: Yeah. You you have to crunch a lot of numbers to get all that stuff too.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this too. I had, so I don't know the exact number, but in all the World Cup mains I had, I was in lane five a, sh- a shockingly disproportionate amount of times. Is that right? Like I'm talking, I don't know if it's like seventy five percent, but it's 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 close.
0: That's crazy. That's so weird. Like,
1: I know. I it's got it's. I would say it's at least half.
0: Is it something like was five left over left over at the end? Or was it like you were no, middle I think, pick because you just took whatever
1: you could get? I think it's because I often got like second or third in semi. And then so I would oh. just naturally naturally have lane five. Yeah. And I had it like low key a fucking lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay.
1: Like, like pretty much if, I, if you rewatch any of World Cup mains I was in, like I'm probably in lane five.
0: So crazy. Like that's a random stat. Like they would know that. They'd know that Tori was in like lane five 75% of the times it his World Cup mains.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's actually really weird how many times I was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, which lane five is like not a super easy lane to get out of in a main. No, most people don't. Most
0: people don't like that lane.
1: No, it's not a super easy one to come out of. No, very middle, very middle. Oh boy, is it middle? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of funny, actually. I just thought of that randomly the other day.
0: Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. Or like a bit, if you looked at Neek, like he's probably been in lane eight or one, like most of the times in May.
0: Yeah. Like his win percentage out of eight has got to be through the roof.
1: You know what I wish I would have done too. when I raced actually, And like, I think what I should have done too, is looked at quarters and semis that I made it and maybe like races where I didn't or didn't podium or whatever and see what lanes I picked and then seen like percentage wise, what's a higher percentage of getting on the podium or whatever, based on what lane you have. Like I should have done more stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I know there's like, I don't know if there's any stats on it, but like lane two is often not a great lane. We've, it's like a commonly known thing. I feel like personally, I feel like people, I think that. so too. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cause normally it's you like the person.
1: Lane two often gets often gets cut off.
0: Yeah. You got the person in one who's got the free space. Uh, you got a little more pressure as the guy in two cause you're in the middle of two heaters cause somebody in three is fast too. But the person in three feels a little more freed up because the person in two is probably trying to cut off lane one. So it's just like, yeah, Normally, you're often a little bit of pinch box, it seems like.
1: Yeah, I remember when I was a bit younger. I don't remember which year. <clears throat> when I was watching, when I was reviewing, like, World Cup videos and stuff, and if you looked at most rounds, vast majority of time, there was, like, three riders from lanes one through four making it, and one from the outside, or it'd be, like, two and two. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, hardly ever three on the outside, one on the inside. It was, like, disproportionately towards the inside lanes that were making it top four every round.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, eh? Yeah, get it does. inside it does. the yeah. first turn. I wouldn't like one person from the outside. I'd feel like is pretty often. It's like pretty common, but yeah, two, two. As soon as you get to two people on the outside, less common. Three is going to be slim to none. I feel like.
1: Although it is perhaps probably skewed too, because generally the fastest riders are picking inside lanes too. So there are the better riders in the inside. So that is a factor as well. But it's true. I think more often than not, you will generally see the inside lanes do better.
0: Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. I'd be interested to know the stats at different tracks too. Uh, if so, like at Papandall, how many people make it out on the on the outside four lanes compared to somewhere like Zolder? Like, what track are we seeing, or Argentina? What track are we seeing yeah. more people have success out of the outside versus the inside?
1: Yeah, or have percentages even for like lanes one through three, or middle lanes, or like six, seven, eight, and then you could pick more based on st- like statistics.
0: Yeah. It can make picking a little more interesting, a little more fun. Like you have to, uh, you can kind of throw the odds, throw the numbers out there and see, like be a little more analytical about what you're picking based off like all those stats that if we had, you, it'd be fun to use.
1: Yeah. And when I was racing, I was like, I would, I would have been like, Oh fuck. It doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> just, <laughs> just race. Give, just give me what's inside as it possible like, or analyzing it. Yeah. And analyzing it now would be a good way to go about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd make, it, it'd make it interesting, that's for sure. And I bet
1: there Yeah, I bet there are people that that do it. Like I wouldn't be surprised. I'm yeah. sure people do that stuff.
0: It kind of depends on what your pick is or when your pick is or how you feel on that day too. That's what I think.
1: True. So. But then too, if you know, like, okay, like I got a 70% chance if I go in lane three of begin the top four statistically mm-hmm. over my over my race history and stuff, you could add some confidence. Like, okay, even if I don't get a great start, I I mean I still got it a better than not chance of getting, making out of three than six.
0: That's a really good point too. Like having a little bit of more being a little more calm, knowing that what you're picked is like statistically better. So just don't be worried about it, kind of thing instead of maybe yeah. you get in and you second guess yourself a little bit. What's like, if you know the stats, you'd be like, well, I just picked the statistically best, the statistic, best lane for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause often, We'll pick a lane and we'll just go with it. But after racing, i are like, oh, maybe I should have picked like seven or three or whatever. Yeah. But but at the like, I always viewed it like you go with your gut at the time, what you feel is the best decision. Like hindsight's twenty twenty. We have no way of knowing how the race is going to play out. So you just got to go with it and do your best. Sure. But it could possibly free you up or give you peace of mind knowing, like, yeah, I literally have made like the the most um, what's the word like the smartest decision possible.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: That'd yeah. Be interesting. Yeah, um, Houston coming up next weekend. Brand new track. Not really. Didn't they redo it?
0: Mm, no, they're redoing Rock Hill right now. They redid Houston too. I guess they changed the. They not change that much of it. They changed the second straight co- compared to the last race they had back in twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, they changed. But yeah, that. you're so right. That's fair. Like different.
0: That's that's a change.
1: We need a random, we need a huge applause for the change going on in Rock Hill. I mean, just. Come on. <laughs> Bravo.
0: But um, I'll be honest, there's things I'm not, not I'm seeing that I'm, uh, can't say I'm stoked about. The first jump still looks the same. First jump is still that tabletop, yeah. that uphill tabletop. Um, so what that, else? Like... What?
1: <laughs> yeah, that should be for it. But what what else don't you like about it?
0: Uh, the jump into the first turn, it looks like a mellow step-up, step-down, going to be very basic pull-on, double-manual, or like manual-manual, very basic. Um, they've kept the, that- the second straight great, I think, by the looks of it. I mean, maybe a little small, but good. Third straight looks big and deep, deeper, I should say. So the
1: third straight, from the photo, is there a roller out of the turn, or is it just into the double?
0: I think it's just into the double. They just raise the ground up.
1: So you go like jump, manual, no, you probably have oh, to dimin- in- a jump actually. pump. Yeah, probably, right? And then you'd yeah. go jump over the big one. Probably. And yeah. then ma- double manual. Yeah, I mean.
0: A little more technical.
1: Still looks a little, I don't know, not like the most intriguing third straight, but looks better.
0: Better, yeah. And then uh, much better last straight, too.
1: Just like normal rhythm section, yeah. Yeah,
0: so much better than, I mean, I felt the last straight when it got to that tabletop, it was just like you tap that step up and you just we just pump our way out of there.
1: I'm fine with that last straight, no problem. Yeah. What I would actually like to see is on the third straight, you know how it goes triple and then step up into the last corner? Yeah. That section, make it just a rhythm section where, like, there's a couple different lines rather than just go double manual and manual by the looks of it.
0: Yeah, when you throw a jump at the end of a straightaway like that, I feel like it kind mm-hmm. of kills the straight. You know what I mean? Like it cuts it, it cuts the option short, and you have to end your rhythm section to because then you just have the same. You have to have have to have a jump into the turn.
1: Like you have to have yeah. a, a
0: clear space before that.
1: It becomes kind of not a rhythm section.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Yeah. So. But overall, looks better. Looks to be improved. Yeah. Be interested to see how it rides. I'm a little disappointed. The second straight's not different. Like the second straight's cool, but it would be good to have it different too.
0: Either way, them doing a rebuild, like, you gotta love it. Gotta be happy to see it. Anything that's different, that's a change. We're just happy people over here.
1: <laughs> we are just happy people. Yeah. I guess they don't have a race for a while, but it'll be cool next time they do.
0: Yeah, it's true. Interesting to see. I'm sure they'll have a USA race there next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, we don't know the World Cups next year either, do we? Yet.
0: No. I don't think so. I don't think we do either. I want to, I feel like something, there's some rumor mills going around about some stuff, but I can't remember what they were. Like, I can't remember where they were, so I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either. No, so.
0: They're not public. 15 would have um, posted about them. They did or didn't? No, they would. They would have.
1: Oh, they will. Yeah, yeah,
0: they will. Yeah. Um, did you do true and false? Do you have some written down? I have some, tr- I have some true and false written down, so uh, we can do that. Let's just quickly give a shout out to uh, motosheets.com. Um, guys, we've talked about them before. We're going to keep talking about them again. If you have a track, you want to have a good setup there for for race scoring, for timing around your track, so you can get good practice sessions in, good training. Okay, Motorsheets.com—they're your people to go to for all that kind of stuff. They have an app. You got to go check out their app. You can get uh, their Sports List Lite app—that's their Motorsheets.com app. Go check them out. Um, go get set up with some timing, some scoring systems, all made easy for you by our friends at motosheets.com T. Yep,
1: motosheets.com.
0: Are you ready to get to the game?
1: The Martin Jasper's true or false segment.
0: (laughs) So I just want to say, I I kind of looked out of it and kind of maybe sounded out of it a couple times during the show is because I was panicking, trying to respond and get my messaging because I sent some messages out asking for some true and false. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Do you just turn the volume up? It's super loud.
0: No, I did not turn any volume
1: up. What happened? Oh my god! It just blasted my ears.
0: That is so random. I I did not turn any volume up.
1: Are people in the YouTube chat hearing this shit right now? Is it are your ears melting, YouTube, or is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, no kidding. I seriously had to turn you way down. It was like all of a sudden.
0: That's so random. I didn't change a thing.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we'll yeah. just continue. It looks, you know, the chat looks like it's mellow, so we'll just uh, we'll just continue. Like <laughs> All right, start
0: us off, T, go for it.
1: Okay, I think you're back to normal now. That was super, wow, that was weird. Um, okay, true or false? Sam used to eat candy on race days for extra sugar. True. Yeah, true.
0: Nailed it. I didn't even know that for a fact. I just assumed because it seems like it's a great idea. A lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh McLean is running a secret combo for Grand's and He's been testing it for the past couple months.
1: Yeah, so he texted you and said, yo, James, I got a secret combo. He didn't tell <laughs> me what it was,
0: he just told me he, he's been working on something.
1: False. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, true or false, Japan used to have a track that cost thousands of dollars a day to open, so they'd only open it once a month. And that's gotta be false, no way that's a thing. It's actually true, Masa told me before. It was on no some way. like a long time. It was like 10 years, like no longer. I was like amateur camera. I think camera where it was, but it was on some really expensive <laughs> site or something. It cost thousands of dollars to open. So they literally opened once a month.
0: That's crazy to me. Crazy yes, to think
1: about. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. All right. Next one for me from Cam Larson, not from Cam Larson, about Cam Larson. He switches between looking at the lights and listening to the beeps, depending on what gate he's in. True. <laughs> it is false. <laughs> it's, I thought it was false,
1: but I was like, you know, it might be, might be true.
0: <laughs> I was, Cam was one of the ones I was, I've been messing with trying to get him, and he like he like wanted me to guess them first. I was like, Cam, I don't have time to guess. I need your answers for these <laughs> things right now.
1: <laughs> All right, true or false? When I was a kid, I used to pee my pants at races because I got so nervous.
0: Ooh, I feel like I knew this one and I should know this one. Uh, that's that's true.
1: It's false. I used to throw up. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thought I had it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, Molly wears the same socks at all the big races that she used to race when she was younger at the big races then because they're her lucky socks. True. Made that one Damn. up. Gotcha.
1: Molly seems like she would do that. You kind of, I could see Molly having like a lucky too. thing
0: that she just has to you know, have her lucky socks on.
1: I used to have my time trial socks.
0: You had time trial socks. I had time trial socks. What were your time trial socks?
1: They were, um, black, they were black socks with like a lime green Oak, like a Oakley up the side.
0: Oh, okay. I know which ones you're and talking so, about.
1: So I, I, <laughs> I used to wear those socks and I used to wear flow yellow gloves on, on time trial day. And then I'd wear, just blacks and then I wear my race day socks with um, like my Canada gloves. Yeah, okay. Race day. But yeah. I usually go flow yellow. I think always for time trial. That's a good combo. Yeah, I like it. Comma. Lit yeah. kit. Mm-hmm. All right, true or false? Tyler Brown is planning on flattening Chula Vista and redoing the whole track, track besides the turns.
0: Oh, that is a toughie, you dirty dog. <laughs> that is a good one.
1: Okay, he's had the track there for a
0: while. Um, they they probably want to do track changes to the supercross, maybe too. So I'm going to go true because he just built the other track too. True, true.
1: False. That was a, good <sighs> that was a great one. That
0: run really could have been true.
1: That one, yeah, that was a good one.
0: I don't see that track is so caked in with the soil tack from the years of slurry and tack on it. That thing would be so
1: hard to to, to dig up. You need an absolute jackhammer to get through to this point. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, yeah. con- <laughs> <laughs> it's concrete. I mean, there could be a just a worldwide like, um, climate fucking crisis thing going on where the you know we just get wiped out and that there'd be cockroaches and that track still left to stand <laughs> yeah
0: uh apparently i blew somebody else's ears out too i don't know what just happened but my
1: yeah, yeah you literally blew out that i don't know i that didn't change
0: weird. any of the volume on the thing i must have just yelled or something
1: and it went up like three times the volume
0: okay uh moving on i wrote down another one but cam went through the Went through the hard work of sending me two that I'm going to say his other one instead of my made up one. Okay. Um, so this is uh yeah obviously true or false. Uh, you know the Beijing Supercross track, right? I so do. You, you know about the proximate how long it takes to get around that track. Okay. Um, he's had a time trial of over 40 seconds on the Chula Beijing Olympic track without crashing, and jumping every jump.
1: Are we talking re? No, talking Beijing. Beijing. Yep. Kim Larson. Yes. 40 seconds
0: over 40 seconds with jumping every jump and not crashing
1: like recently
0: i don't know i can't give you that much information pal
1: <laughs> on his life yeah i would say yes <laughs> i believe yeah, that's true. Re- recently unless he's like fucking like i mean that'd be tough to do
0: I feel like it must've been a long time ago, probably when he was younger, because he could probably go around 33, 34 seconds easy now. Dude,
1: legitimately, could you? I don't, it'd be hard to go around the track with jumping everything in 40 seconds.
0: It had to have been when they had their junior Devo camps, like back in the day when he was younger.
1: And they were just hucking their meat to get over everything. <laughs> We've all been there. I have, one of, I have
0: one of those photos from back in the day, just hucking my meat on that berm jump.
1: Lap time would be—I don't know exactly—be around thirty-four seconds, give or take. I'm sure. So, yeah, it'd be a challenge to try and make it around while doing forty seconds because you have to go at least somewhat fast to do the jumps. Yeah, unless you thing. just came out of the last turn, hit your brakes, and just fucking <laughs> snailed it to the finish line.
0: <laughs> You're just running out of gas, running out of oil down the last straightaway, just <laughs> just pumping it out. <laughs>
1: um. All right. So with the grants coming up. Oh, is that, is that it? Favorite. Is that it for
0: the the, the segment?
1: Oh, I only had. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I, I just want to make four. sure. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, with the grands coming up next month, we'll, we'll, let's chat a little about our favorite grands years. Is just to be there to watch in general.
0: Great question. What stands out? Great question. Um, when I think of different years, I think of like the tracks first of all, and then I think of the racing that happened on the tracks. I, a couple of years that stand out for me are like the 2012, 2013, 2014 years. Those years to me mm-hmm. were big ones in my, yeah. the era that I live in where that I've kind of, you know, been more keen on watching that kind of thing. Those are big years for me.
1: Yeah. I would say the biggest year for me was 2007. I mean, I won when I was like 15, so that was probably why, but I just remember seeing like, that's like the last like big snapshot of amateur racing that I remember mm-hmm. just because I was 15, like Nick was still racing amateur. That was his last year, I think racing amateur second last year. Yeah, second last year. Yeah. But anyway, I remember that year for like amateur racing. And then um yeah. 20 2012 was a cool for some reason I think 2012 was a cool one. 2012 was what I believe was
0: a really cool one. Um that was the year With the kind of the berm jump coming back on the third straight, was it Mm -hmm. not? The berm jump for into the last straight. Yeah, there's two.
1: Yeah, there's two pro sections, one on the second straight and third straight. It was kind
0: of cool. That was pretty sick to me because that third straight or the second straight was awesome for the amateurs, a good section for the pros. And even the pros were going both sides, if I remember correctly. Am I remembering correctly? Weren't they going both sides on the second Uh straight as well?
1: Double A, we had to ride the pro section, I believe.
0: Okay. For some reason, I had an image of like Connor or Sam or someone just coming up on the outside on the other section. But no, you're right. They would have only had to ride the pro section. Yeah.
1: Sam, yeah, Sam waxed the pro title that year, too, at the Grants.
0: He was hauling ass, was he not? (laughs) Yes, he was. It was him and Willers that were up for that title fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Sam
1: was fast as fuck.
0: That last turn was kind of sucky, I remember, for the pros, though, because... It was only a, the pros only rode that turn. So it's not like it got packed in very well, like the rest of the track would with all the kids and the amateurs riding it. And then there's just kind of that one blue groove line around the turn.
1: You know, it was a cool year too. It was 2017. The track was crap. It was a super short first straight, impossible from the outside. But it's the first year Connor won. He was super fast.
0: Oh yeah. Joris almost blasted him on the second turn too.
1: Yeah. Connor was like next, Connor was next level that weekend. He was really good.
0: It's crazy that there's years where the title contender really stands out and at those races and like or the, the champion, sorry, not the title contender, the champion of the series, they usually stand out those those years at the grands because it takes that race still to to become the champion. Like I think of, um, I want to is it twenty sixteen? Uh, no, it couldn't have been. It must have been twenty fifteen. Um, I'm trying to think of the year with Connor, Sam, and Joris kind of all. I, were they, I don't know if they uh, were all contention.
1: Yeah. 2015 and Joris went first, first, first. Yeah. I mean, that was, I think that was, that's got to be one of the best grand's performances of all time in pro because Sam and Connor were in their prime and flying and Joris was like, like untouchable. It was amazing, really.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. Like that's what I was thinking too. And it's like, it's one of those standout rides that it's just like, holy shit, like to go against those guys inside and outside, win all three, like you deserve the championship. And so, so far, like the same year with Cohen Connor won it. It's crazy yeah. those years, yeah.
1: And the cool thing is, too, at the Grants, because it's three mains, you have to do it from all different lanes. Like, you're going to wow. have an outside lane. Yeah.
0: No, you are. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. And it's easier if if you're not really the fastest guy. Like, if you have a six or something, I mean, it's easy to get, like, a fifth. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, for those guys to go one, 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 a lot of the time is is amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the years, yeah. I think it was 2018 when I think Joris won the title again, 2018. Um, Mm. I think it
1: was 2018. I think so.
0: Yeah, he was um dominant again. I think like at the grands, one of the I swear it was like the first of the three mains. I remember watching him and he had like spun out out of the not spun out completely, but I think he spun a little bit either in the gate or coming out, did something and still was able to hold shot from like mid to outside. And it was one of those ones that's like, if he could do that, like, he's got it in the bag. Like, all you got to do is just not spin out, and you're going to basically hold shot all the time. Like, it's crazy. No kidding. Yeah.
1: Do we do we think Corbin will win an ABA or a USA BMX title?
0: Man, that's tough to say, because he hasn't really shown that much at the grands. Like, there's been guys like the Connor, the Jorises, the Sams, even Maris, uh, when he was up for it. Like, they performed at the grands when they needed to. I feel like Corbin hasn't yet. I don't know if he's been close enough to really be eager enough to do that, but I... I kind of feel like deep down he's wanted it.
1: He he's been hasn't... there with like a legit chance at winning the title, but he just hasn't been able to step up and have like a, a standout ride and really go and grab it.
0: Unfortunately. Yeah. That's what it seems like.
1: Like I think he's capable a hundred percent. He's phenomenal, but he just hasn't, hasn't stepped up like those other guys have to win the title yet.
0: Yeah. Which it kind of sucks because he's, he's great at other races and, he, and other tracks that he can be very competitive, almost dominant there. It's just the grands that's kind of eluded him.
1: Yeah. I'm already excited for the grands next month. I started
0: posting stuff on Coffee Chatter. I'm pumped for it. It's like, I was thinking about it. It's like, I don't think there's a time that it's too early to start getting hype for the grands. I don't care. If, I, I don't care if Turkey's around the corner. I don't care if we got another, another USA BMX race first, you know, we can start hyping the Grants. It's coming.
1: It's sick. <laughs> We're, I think November, we should just do a big on chatter with Grants hype. We need to start Grants hype
0: and we need to get the, uh, we need to get a running tally of the points, um, get that posted. Uh, get them all up there and we used to, yeah, we, we're going to have a big, big chatter month.
1: I will say there, there's a been a lot of people messaging me about the live show at the grants. Really? Hey, I've had a lot of people mention. I've had a lot of people mention like it. Like a live show, so, like a live live show. Yeah. So I think we're going to need to set something up because it's, honestly, yeah, a lot of people messaged me about it. So I think it could be really fun.
0: Okay. Our, our sound system is already pretty janky enough. I don't know where we'd ever do a live show in that, in that building. <laughs>
1: It's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do it. Here's what Here's what would need to happen. We would need to do it under the answer, squared rig, the yes. platform rig, obviously. Yep. We would need to somehow connect our system up to speakers and then do it like a little, like and set up some chairs and maybe have a little audience there.
0: I'll be honest, T. I don't know if I, I have the uh, capabilities of handling all that. <laughs> also, can, which, capabilities which, of would, like, like being in front mean, of an the, audience and talking like that. That would be something
1: hard. You mean... You mean the logistics setup or like the public speaking or like the speaking in front of people setup?
0: Speaking speaking in front of people setup.
1: Oh, do we yeah, here's the thing. We would both be nervous, but then once we get into it, it'd be fine. As long it'd as we had normal. Nick
0: on, I'd be happy because then he makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> dude
1: it'd be normal. Like it wouldn't be a problem. Honestly. It'd be fine. Like we'd of course we'd both be nervous, but then once we get into it, we'd just do our thing.
0: That'd be pretty sick. Would we we could do like um you know it would be a sick one? To have do. A drink. We'd we'd have drink. We can just busy.
1: we can just have a couple of drink we just drink one well, drink while we're doing it. That would help a lot. If we, if we need. That would help a lot. Like I'm t- talking like a good, that would help like 90%. Okay. Side note. I hadn't drank in a long time and I had a couple drinks at the wedding. I went to this past week and had a margarita dude. Margaritas are fucking delicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had a margarita before I have, I can't say I find them delicious, but I have, yeah. People love them. dude. They so. are,
1: they are just a treat. Let me tell you, they are so good. Yeah. I think tequila is probably my favorite liquor.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I find it the easiest to get down, which is the bad thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but dude, seriously. We should we just have margaritas on stage and just do our little live show.
0: <laughs> you know, we could get away with doing a live show it would be a little easier with the noise would be like a, after the the Pro Spectacular.
1: Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. There's well, no one's... You know why I don't think it's a good idea? I'll tell you why it's not nobody's gonna come Because nobody's going to come watch it. No one's going to come watch it. No, you're right. But it's got to be before. It's got to be before.
0: What I do think would be good is to have a, a recap show right then and there, and just to you know to have have ready.
1: We might have like a, a recap show would be cool for yeah. sure. And then quickly get yeah, some yeah, of the riders on cool. as they're you
0: know cooling down, leaving the building for the year. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be cool.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the live show's got to be beforehand. Probably like yeah, it's got to be any beforehand. And I think we do it in that we do it under the tent. We set up a little like we set up some speakers, we set up some view, uh, some chairs to come you, maybe like 10, 15 seats, and then people can just crowd around if they need to. And then we just and think about Tulsa is like, well, people they'll be able to hear us over the speakers, and people like, as that, <laughs> what's so funny? As people are walking by, ten, I don't think as, can get 10 people to come watch. <laughs> as people are walking by, they'll just hear chatter and then just hang out. That's true.
0: You're right. I just I'm scared we wouldn't get ten people to come sit there and watch and hang out with us.
1: Yeah, but if we don't, it's not a big deal. Like people passing by will hear it. Uh, if not, we'll just do the show and then record it and post it. That's
0: true. I mean, I'll still get recorded. It'll be like the it'll be the pre-show, the pre-grant show.
1: Yeah, people can come if they want, and if not, people just hear it as they walk by, and then if nothing else. We just do it, and then.
0: All right. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's claim well, it right need,
1: now. We need to somehow get speakers. I don't know where we're going to get speakers. Yeah, that's true. Because um, we can't just talk and do it, I mean it's kind of loud, we need like a, a speaker, you know. we need a speaker.
0: We need a speaker. We have the capabilities with our system to to go to a speaker, I believe. <clears throat> so we need a speaker. Just a singular speaker. But let's claim it. Let's claim it right now. I bet you I bet you, John can help us, I don't know if he does, maybe he could help us, or Justin Wall, our man, oh, our I wonder guy.
1: Oh, Ju- I wonder if Justin can hook us up with a speaker. We just need
0: one speaker. Like we just need yeah. one. I think we have a cord to more? go to one speaker. So we don't have the capabilities to go to two speakers, but we got the capabilities to go to one speaker.
1: Oh, we need it for like an hour.
0: That's all we need. We don't even
1: need it. Give us an hour. Like that's all we need.
0: (laughs) We're not looking for a whole lot of time. And it could be like after a practice, like early in the week before it's needed anywhere else.
1: Yeah. We're not like, we're not going over the fucking main like speaker system. Like we just want like a little speaker to have at the tent. So people passing by can hear what we're saying. Internal,
0: internal tent live show. Answer BMX internal. Answer BMX get yours today. Live show.
1: Yeah, so let's, yeah, Justin hooks up with a speaker and we'll just, we'll make it happen. All
0: right. It's being claimed right now.
1: It is. And then we'll just post about it. And, um, yeah, we'll get probably, you know, 2,000, 3,000 people coming to the tent for the show. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: whole thing, the whole building's just going to be wrapped around the answer BMX S squared, uh, Claiborne rig. It's just going it. to be
1: packed. We're just starting the show and there's just 10 chairs in front of us empty. Dude, just, there's just no one. That's exactly what I picture. People like, "What the fuck are these? Who, what, are, what are these guys? What are they doing?" <laughs>
0: the, the amount of people we need some signage, pal. We nobody's gonna know. <laughs> we need some signs. We need some well-known, you know, people to, to Dude, spread this word because we, it's it's not gonna it's be not known.
1: We, need to, we don't need to go in the Tulsa newspaper. We'll just post about it on social.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean,
1: how does every, everything get spread these days? It's all—it's all Instagram.
0: I know that's how things get, but people are still going to walk by and just not know what's going on.
1: Well, yeah, of course, not everyone there knows what coffee chatter is, but like a vast majority of the people in Tulsa will indeed know what coffee chatter is. All right, The vast majority of people in Tulsa will know what coffee chatter is.
0: I agree. I'm on. I'm on your side. I agree. I'm going to need you to hype hmm. me up and get me, you know, help me through this. and We're going to have that's to drink saying, some liquor. Probably,
1: they might not want to come waste an hour of their day and listen to the show, but some people will drop by and say hi. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming. Okay.
0: We're we're gonna have like to I said, the worst
1: case, we just do it by ourselves and post it like normal. Okay, that's fair. What's you know, the I- over under on five people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the under.
1: So <laughs> you mean to tell me we're not getting five to six people? Does John, Marissa, point, does John and Marissa, does John no, no, no. and Marissa mm, mm, <laughs> count? No, I would say people, people like outside. So like, I don't mean to sit for the whole thing, but you don't think like five people will come, will just look at us. No, I agree. Partner? I think
0: five people will stop by, will look at us, have a watch, maybe ask a question. Maybe we can answer a question or two, tell a story or two, stuff like that
1: who am i kidding no one's coming <laughs> <laughs> you had me i was i was just jumping on board <laughs> no, no no hopefully we'll, we'll get some chatting and people have asked about it we'll get some chatty. we'll get some chatty.
0: yeah uh from aiden arnoldy do you guys know if sylvan andre is coming to the grands <clears throat> um i'm not sure but i wouldn't be surprised
1: i was actually just thinking about that to be honest i'm not sure if he is but i i, I agree i wouldn't be surprised no can they travel to the us from europe
0: Oh, I think you have to probably get the exemption. I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Ooh, I, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if they're allowed at this point. Well, I don't know either. I don't. I know.
0: don't. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right. And by the way, we already All got right. two people in the chat talking about the the live show. Um, Thunder midgets. You know, they said. You know. Funnest thing you can do there. So they did it last year. We need to do one. Okay, Tim's in there. He'd come uh, with his girls for the entire show if he, if he was going. So people are willing to come come hang out.
1: Yep, it's gonna it's gonna be fucking big. It's gonna be. And huge. then the next year we rent out like a we rent out a stadium and do it then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Justin get us on the night show. Maybe we do a show at the night show. <laughs> oh, the old time. Um,
0: uh. I gotta, I gotta quickly just have a rant. Um, we need to get rid of the orange surfaces. I'm just gonna throw it out there. The slurry surfaces that are orange. I enjoy the slurry. I'm okay with the slurry surfaces. I think it's great. Change the color. The orange is terrible. It's so flat. You can't see shit. The colors need to be changed. I, I'm very thankful that Rock Hill is looking like it's a different color. I don't know if it's gonna stay that way. I don't know if that's just um, a top coat that they're gonna, you know, coat over, but. We need to get rid of the orange. I'm going to throw that out there. I hate it. I can't see shit.
1: I don't think we can just get rid of it because in Florida, I think it's a color. Like, it's red clay is the is the dirt they have there.
0: Yeah, we'll change it. I don't know what you need to do, but it's just brutal <laughs> trying to see those orange change tracks. Change your soil. Change it is so hard to see.
1: So hard. I know, but those like east east <laughs> like so fucking hard.
0: So hard. I think those
1: east. I think those eastern states have like a red clay base, like Louisville. I think is is. Like those those states. I think that's just the color of the dirt they have.
0: Do people there do you think they're like just we, comfortable seeing that that surface? Mm,
1: like people in Florida I do you think more they're used just, to it, but
0: they're just used to it?
1: They're probably more used they're probably more used to it, but it it is difficult to see, I will say. Like for Sarasota, really difficult to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. That's that's but a I mean, tough you, one. That's a tough one.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, that one was really tough to see. Like the triple into the first corner, especially when the sun was setting. but you are just guessing
0: dangerous one to be going at full speed when the sun's setting
1: at that point honestly i would just rely on feel you got to
0: keep your head down yeah. feel out where you think it is and just let like, just try to flow as much as possible yeah
1: you're basically jumping blind
0: pretty much especially when the sun's I going down to, because you actually can't see in front of you either
1: yeah like i don't know how to describe this to people that haven't ridden a track before but we're essentially jumping those jumps blind like we kind of see the lip and then we jump it and just go by Muscle memory and feel as to what it felt like earlier when we could see it,
0: which is unbelievably crazy, isn't it?
1: Which is a wild thought when we think when I say it out loud.
0: Yeah, it is a wild thought
1: and we know and we know going in We're not gonna be able to see it
0: No, you know Very well as soon as you get to the bottom of the hill That Sun is gonna be shining dead in your face and you just got to go off feel You got to try to keep your head up just enough to see the lip and then just hope you kind of know where the landing is
1: That's why they've also put the like, they put the arrows on the jumps to hopefully bring some vision
0: yeah, that and the white line. The white line at the top of the lip always helps. The white line at
1: the top is clutch. Is huge, clutch. huge play. Dude, Rio, I mean, we've talked about it, but Rio, the first, like, if there was ever, you could not see shit on that track, like no, in Tom Series. Like, you couldn't see any, anything. Like, the last straight, the last straight, it was like that red clay. And it just, like, it was, it was just like, I don't know how to describe it, but you couldn't even see the rollers.
0: It's, I could imagine it just probably looks completely flat. You just can't see anything.
1: No, you literally could not see the track.
0: Brutal. That's where they gotta get Just rid of the orange. Lock it up. I don't like the orange, lock it up. That's a personal um, lock up.
1: Yeah. Before we get into one words, what do you need more UCI new stuff? Um well there's okay, well
0: there's two things. One, did you see Pump Track Worlds is going on this weekend or soon or something? I don't know when it's going on, but it's happening soon. I did I
1: saw I saw Eddie post about that. Yeah.
0: Does it interest you much? No. Yeah. I was going to say the same. Unfortunately, I haven't been persuaded into being a huge fan just yet. No, I just,
1: yeah, I'm not like super interested in it. I don't hate it, but I don't like hate it, but I just kind of. No, and I I know it's an exciting
0: event to watch, I think, personally, because I've seen like a (laughs) crankworks event, the mountain bike stuff, that people love watching the pump track races. So I'd assume it'd be the same at the pump track world races. It must be exciting. Never really got into it, though. So
1: not yet. I'm sure there might be a
0: time when I do, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of just indifferent.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other new UCI stuff was, um, I think there was, the, well, there was the change, um, of the U 23 class is now going to be a world championship class.
1: Holy buckets. That's big news. That is
0: pretty big actually. It's big news. Actually. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Where it's the
1: hell was news. this when I was 22, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where is that ease into the class? <laughs> so they can race either if they want. Um,
0: so the way it works from what I believe is you can't, you can't just keep alternating back and forth. You can't go down to the U23 class if you've already been racing, um, let's say, in the, in the elite class, we'll call it. I don't know what else to call it, the elite class. If you have points in the elite class, you have to stick with racing that. If you've only raced the U23, you have to race that. Or you can race to the U23. Does that make sense?
1: I think if you're under 23, you stay in that class and just milk that class dry. Would you? <laughs> I don't know what I, per se, but, like, I mean, if you have a chance to be U23 world champion, like, sponsor-wise and everything, it's probably pretty big.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think if you're fast enough to just be cleaning up all the time, it'd be cool to obviously get that world title, just get a jersey. If It, it, it hasn't... I haven't been persuaded to like it just yet but if it's, a, if it's a rainbow jersey it's a rainbow jersey if you can win that go for it you know what i mean like i think i completely agree have. i
1: think you 100 percent do it and win win as much as you can win yeah. the rainbow jersey if you can or medal and just win as many world cups like that as you can 100 percent
0: okay i was gonna say but it, once you've won a world title like do you think it's worth just going into the elite class and trying to win a, an elite one i don't know but i guess not
1: i think it should be mandatory to move up after you win it
0: yeah okay oh like after it you win it, you have to move up
1: i think I think it should be, it won't probably isn't, but no. it should be
0: interesting. That would be, that would make things really it,
1: Yeah. I think if you've proven it, you can win at U23. I think you should have to move up.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, that would, that would kind of make some excitement to me because then you know that the guy who wins that, that title has to move up. So you can only ever it's win not one. Happen. It's No, it's
1: not. Yeah. It's not going to happen, but yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, wow what a big opportunity for the younger riders molly simpson is going to win the u23 at some point world championships calling it
0: yeah she yeah i agree but so it's like molly simpson is going to
1: be u23 world champion Champion. next year
0: october 12th tuesday october 12th she's going to be the u23 world championship next year how old is she she's going to be 20 or 21 next year probably 20
1: She'll win in the next couple of years some
0: point. Yeah. But someone like her, like she's, do you, you think she'll race U23? I guess so. Yeah. I but think that so. means she has to race U23 of, at the World Cups too. She can't race elite at the World Cups.
1: Yeah. But then in terms of Olympic qualifying, you don't get, I would assume, you don't get points for U23.
0: So now for Olympic qualifying, you know how the top three riders of your country got the points? Um, before yeah. you could be junior and still get the points. Now you can be U23 and get those points. But I don't is think the same amount of
1: points is the same amount of points for like a win that it is in in the elite class, or how does that how the points break down with U twenty three compared to elite?
0: Way less points. I can't remember if it's over half less, but it's at least half less. I think it's much less points. I think. Okay, that's fair. I I'm was pretty. I sure. was
1: going to. I was about to rant hard if it was yeah. going to be the same amount.
0: Yeah. So it says previously the junior class riders could gather points, but for the upcoming Olympic qualification cycle. It will be a nation's three best elite and under 23 riders who will be in the points chase.
1: Okay. So we so got to start, we got to start of, um, paying
0: attention to this U23 class.
1: So in terms of, yeah, but if, for instance, if we use Molly as an example, even though she'll be within the U23 window for a few years, she'll probably like go up even before she turns 24 when the Olympic qualifying starts. Cause that would be in her best interest to do that for the Olympics.
0: You'd think, right? Yeah, I would have to agree. It
1: yeah, it wouldn't make any sense for her to stay U twenty three. And At that point, you could try and go to the Olympics. Who gives a shit about U twenty three? Just do what you can for the next O show.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, have they said when the when the Olympic point um, Olympic points will start for Paris?
0: No, but I would I would assume it would be twenty twenty three. No,
1: twenty twenty two. Two years
0: out. Year year out. A year out, you probably assume that, yeah.
1: It's when did sort of like like set the last one again? Um,
0: gosh, I don't remember now. I think it was at after 2018.
1: <laughs> Mister Point, Mister Point guy, yeah, I think it was the two years leading to Tokyo, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it was after the what Worlds in 2018. Yeah,
1: wasn't it wasn't after Baku it started. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but then they didn't they change it for this? Oh no, that was, never mind. Yeah. yeah so you think it perhaps would be even next year at the earliest? Mm-hmm.
0: At the earliest, yeah. Um, one more change with the world championships that that came in that same kind of uh, outing is that they will not be doing the three moto qualification format for the world. So they'll go back to or they'll go to the world cup format where they just do the one round elimination with an LCQ and then just straight knockouts.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm into that.
0: That yeah, seems normal. Keep it the same as the, the world cups. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm into that. So you get your lane choice based off of ranking. I guess so. Yeah. First round.
0: First round, I'd guess. Which
1: I I think it's fair enough. Yep. So when's time trial coming back?
0: (laughs) So when's when's that news uh, news article going to come
1: out that time trials are back? (laughs) (laughs) I will spit out my coffee and get in my gear. (laughs) Let's
0: go. We will shut things down in a (laughs) party. Let's go. Um. All right. I want to end
1: with some one
0: words. Yeah, let's do it. I'm I'm pretty flogged right now. Um.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Want well, to just rotate back and forth? Yep. Each one? Yep. All right. Tulsa, Oklahoma. I just think of the big barn.
0: I know it's not a big mm-hmm. red barn. I think of the barn. I just call it the barn, the stadium. That's all I think of. When someone says Tulsa, that's all I can think of is BMX Grands, the barn.
1: I think of the dusty, like, smell inside. <laughs> It's got a unique smell and taste to it. You know what I mean? It's got a... It's, yeah. <laughs> it does. It's as weird as it sounds. You can just feel
0: it, you can feel it in your mouth. It's weird.
1: I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, Cracker Barrel. Fucking love the barrel. I mean, it's just a delicious, wholesome restaurant.
0: It's just an absolute you know, go, go-to, but I can't remember the last time I went there.
1: It is. I can't wait to go there. We're yeah. going there. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles.
0: Uh, I think Fantasyland. I think it sounds amazing, but I've never been to like LA and been like I like this place.
1: Dude, the traffic, the traffic is is something.
0: It's just, it's just an absolute joke, isn't it?
1: You know, you know what's a wild, wild stat is that all the same amount of people in California live in all of Canada.
0: That's just an unbelievably wild stat. Yes,
1: <laughs> like Canada is an enormous country, and California is in a very big place.
0: No. I just, yeah, it's shocking. That's one of those shocking stats that you can't really put into perspective.
1: It's, it's hard to grasp your head around that fact.
0: Seriously, though, yeah. Uh, Vancouver.
1: Home. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Vancouver.
0: Yeah, Vancouver, Mississippi. It, Vancouver, so, it's so beautiful. It is beautiful in the summer, but your next one that you're going to tell me is what I think of when, when I say this, when you say it to me. Rain. Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Rain's a shit
1: ton here. Dude, the rain is brutal. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Justin Posey.
1: Corporate Poe.
0: I miss corporate. I haven't <laughs> seen him at the races. He's been doing too much corporate stuff, I think.
1: Dude, I love Poe. He's just one well, he's just like I mean such a nice guy. Like him and his mom are just such nice people. All right, where are they from
0: exactly? They're not would you consider them to right. be from
1: They're from Carolina.
0: Okay. Okay. Carolinas. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I, actually, hard of people.
1: I, I can't remember off the top of my head if they're from North or South.
0: He's a Carolina Panthers fan. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I can't remember if they're from North or South. Okay. Carolina, but yeah, one of the Carolinas.
0: Fair. Good guy. Miss Poe.
1: No, no. Uh, uh, my turn or your turn? I can't even remember at this point. It's your turn. <laughs> John Sawyer.
0: Just great guy. Great boss. Good friend. Always a laugh. Loyal, loyal, great one, yeah. Bo- the boss man, the boss man, always have a laugh. I love when we exchange like messages or comments. It's always just joking about something and just gives me <laughs> a laugh. It gives you know, me a laugh every time.
1: I, dude, I fucking love when he just texts us out of the blue something funny, and I just <laughs> and just burst out laughing and looking at my phone. It's always out of the blue, and it's just good, good ass humor. It's so funny. It'll just be like out of the blue. It'll just be like to both of us, or like the two of us and Lauren and Sam, or like group chat, and just be yeah. something hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so good! Uh, Colombia,
1: good times, baby. I love Colombia.
0: Just, it's a party. it Just feels like a party there.
1: It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I've probably gotten drunk more there than anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, the NFL.
0: Uh, I just think of you know that's that's a Sunday
1: activity when you got nothing to do. You're getting into it. Who's your team? I I got to say I've decided I'm gonna start following the NFL. I've always loosely followed it but now I'm like really into it. And I watch Sunday and Monday night football. Love it. Love it. I watched a hell of a game yesterday. Um, between Baltimore and Indianapolis. I got to say, I don't know if it's just because I just watched Baltimore, but I like, I, I'm leaning towards Baltimore, but I got to, I'm not going to decide yet. I got to watch Sunday football next week and see who stands out to me. Connor, we were texting a bunch yesterday about football. Mm-hmm. Connor was trying to get me to come over to the Vegas Raiders side. So it's an option. Who does um, Baltimore have as their quarterback? Uh, Lamar
0: Jackson. He's entertaining to watch, so I can see he's, why you want that.
1: He's he's really athletic, dude. Extremely. I like that he likes to run the ball yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. 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 <laughs> you know, what? I I used to be a Patriots fan. I always was, but I think I don't really care to follow them now. I think I just really loved watching Brady and Gronk.
0: Yeah, they're a fun combo to watch.
1: Yeah, so I just loved watching them, and yeah. I cheered for Patriots. But now, like, they're gone. I don't really have like. I find myself not really caring to cheer for New England.
0: You know, you didn't follow the QB though, and now cheer for Tampa Bay because he went there. Part of me wants to do that, but then I can't just follow. But what happens when Brady leaves? So you, you, I don't understand why people think being a player fan is a the problem. There is going to be people who will be, like, no, you can't be a bandwagon. I agree,
1: but it's like I like no, this sport no, for a player,
0: then I am going to follow him to wherever he goes.
1: I know, but I want to like a team. Like I want a team.
0: You want to Brady's, go through the ups Brady's and downs. Like, yeah, I know. You want to go through the ups and downs of a team because it's a team game and like the ups yeah. and downs of like winning a championship or yeah. like rebuilding a team and coming back to you know win a game or losing all these games and falling with the team and Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, I need I need a team to yep. to, to you know I need a team. Yeah, you need so I was team. thinking I was thinking Seattle because I mean that's kind of like Vancouver's NFL team. It kind of is. Everyone here roots for them. Yeah. But I just I don't know, I just I don't know. They don't really jump out at me. All right. I mean there's two teams here in LA as well, but it's kinda eh, I don't really feel like eh just kind of you know, they don't matter them. No. LA's been pretty you good. Know, the Rams
0: have been pretty good this year, but not, a, not they don't excite me.
1: Do you follow football?
0: Not enough to 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 pick a team. No.
1: Do you know what what do you say? You get into it? like I'm talking, get into it.
0: No, because I <laughs> I can't. What do you say? What do you
1: say? Come on, bro, you gotta come to the NFL. That's a great <laughs> place to be. <laughs>
0: I don't, know what, I don't know what team to pick, pal. It's got to happen. It's like Formula One. Sean, yes, I still watch Formula One. It happened naturally. Like Formula One just... No, no, no. no, no, no. Just, shut,
1: just shut up. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Here's what you do. Step one, you decide to become a fan. Step two, you watch it and then pick a team. You just you just got to commit and then the rest will just flow naturally. Like I'll tell you right now, I decided recently, like within days, that I'm going to be an NFL fan. And now I'm like, I can't wait for next Sunday. But you're. I hear
0: what you're saying, but I'm a team guy. Like I like to have someone or something to root for. Like I like well, my yeah. guys. I like to pe- pick a
1: team. I can't just pick, pick out of the team. blue. I don't. I don't know. Well, watch the games on Sunday, and then pick a team that you just kind of nat- You'll naturally start rooting for a team.
0: I like to have a, a you know different kind of. I don't know. I like to have a reason. I can't just be. Like, <clears> oh, I like that team. They look pretty good that weekend. I'm going to be a fan.
1: No, no. Watch the games, and then like naturally you'll be like, oh, when they like miss a field goal, I'll be like, wow, this could be my team.
0: This sounds stupid. Like I already do that when I'm like, if I put, you could put two of teams up against each other. Like right now, just say the names and I could pick one over the other.
1: I Okay. We'll just pick it, pick a team then. No, but that's what I'm saying. is like, I
0: just, I have, I don't have a specific one, but I also, I, I like when I watch, I pick a team in my head of who I like to watch.
1: Dude, it'd be fun to think about it. We could talk NFL
0: as well. no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you need to have. We need Sean on the podcast for this. This is a Sean talk.
1: It is. It is.
0: I'll try. I'm a, I watch it. It's not like I don't follow it, but I'm not like I'm not fan enough that much.
1: Just gotta decide and commit. Decide I don't commit. have a
0: team yet. I can't just pick a team you out of blue. One. Moving on. Okay. I'll take Baltimore.
1: They're my team. I think they're my team. <laughs> And Lamar Jackson fumbled the ball at the one yard line yesterday. I was
0: pissed. Oh boy, that's we gotta we gotta lock that shit up. Baltimore. I was like, you, got, I was
1: like bro, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You what? had one yard, what I could you, get one yard.
0: What are you doing? What are we doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> I always used to like the Bengals jerseys, but they suck, so I don't want to. Me
1: fall. too. Those are those jerseys are dope. Like yeah, but I they, say those yeah. are the best. Yeah, yeah. All right, is it my turn? Uh, yep, NHL.
0: I'm a bandwagon playoff fan. I pick it. I picked a team of hockey last year. I picked a team and bandwagoned on them, but I didn't bandwagon. I picked a team and I follow them. Who? I picked the um, the Islanders.
1: Uh, they're good. They might win this. They have yeah. a good chance of winning this year. They were entertaining. And they I like
0: I like the Borelli hype from you know barstool guys and yeah.
1: I've always been a Canucks fan. Obviously, yeah. Um, I haven't followed it that closely like last fucking eight years probably, but I'm once again I decided I'm I'm going to start following it again. But I'm always, I'm always a Canucks fan.
0: Yeah, for sure. Have, have to yeah. be from here. Speaking of the Canucks, I know it's the next thing. Vancouver Canucks, our our fourth member that we played with today, playing golf. Um, Travis's buddy Stephen, he works for the Canucks. He's doing what? Something to do with the prize giving things at the stadium.
1: <laughs> they realize like stick taper
0: stick to that That'd be sick one. It's just
1: he's <laughs> a stick tape guy. Sick. English Premier League.
0: Um, used to be more of a fan. I don't really watch soccer anymore these days. I used to be a big Man U fan, as many people are.
1: Yeah, I think soccer is boring to watch. To be honest.
0: Yeah, I went to the Whitecaps game the other the other week, and um, it's just not for me. There was a huge penalty kick save in like oh in extra time, and it got me excited. But other than that, there was no excitement for me really.
1: Yeah, I went and watched the women's our national our Canadian national women's team play in Vancouver. I think I've gone a couple times. And I like that just because I knew um, I was friends with some of the women on the team. So that was fun. But Mm. like I wouldn't just normally watch it.
0: Yeah. Once again, I need someone or more of a reason to cheer for it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm glad this one landed on you. T-Mobile. Love it. Nationwide. (laughs) Um, Lemons. When you got lemons, make lemonade, baby. That's all I can think of when I think of lemons.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Golf life it's just it's just an absolutely amazing sport
1: it yes. Really Ab- absolutely amazing <laughs> it really is uh sport in the world yeah it is um it's like my tool i mean i use it for everything i need a I don't know what i do without my macbook you do
0: macbooks are they're not completely like the iphone but they're similar to like the iphone where it's like people that have or when you have it it's like you love it there's nothing wrong with it like it just seems like you need a macbook for things
1: when you have an iPhone, an iPad and a MacBook, it's just amazing this 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 uh the sync between it's the three.
0: Simplicity and everything just syncing up between it. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you really have a new is. one? Do you have one of those ones without the, the USB ports or anything though?
1: No, I got no, I still have that one, yeah.
0: That's good because I would I don't wanna if I ever got a Mac, I don't want one with I don't want one yet without like a USB port or something like that, because the amount of things I use with USB still, it'd be frustrating to have to get one of those adapters.
1: I think mine's like it got in 2015 or so. So it's pretty old. Actually, oh, it's going
0: strong. I know. <laughs> it's it really going is. strong.
1: Yeah. All right, folks. That's all we got for today. Thanks for joining on the YouTube chat. Um, thanks to Progetera, Europe, Thanks, Palm Daddy. Thanks, T
0: Daddy. Thanks, Answer BMX. Get yours today, answer BMX.com. Thanks to everyone that joined us live. Um, we're gonna have to have a, a live show, I guess, in the in the future.
1: Hey. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Looking
0: forward to it. All right.
1: All right, folks. See you next week. Snap
0: on green. Snap on green.
1: Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, (laughs) um. You have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. (laughs)